Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 230. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road. Going to Tokyo, Andy. Yes. Uh, not, 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 this, not this month. I'll go to Tokyo later. Uh, it's, oh. too, it's too crazy right now. Yeah. Well, they, uh, they didn't give me a press pass for the Olympics. I, I think you're going to show on. up. I mean, you saw the triathlon, I'm sure. People are just lying in the streets. What are they going to do? Uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. Tuning in, Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. And check out our entertainment pod after this one. Uh, also, quick shout out to our fans in uh, Brussels and Barcelona. have been uh, popping up on there a whole lot lately, Andy. I don't know if you've been looking at that, but... Uh, uh, Welcome to all of our international listeners. Uh, but yeah, so we'll obviously talk a little bit of the Olympics and whatnot. But uh, how about first we start it off with the NFL? Yeah, there's something definitely for our international is- listeners. They love the NFL, right? Oh, yeah, they can't get enough. Of uh, okay, well, uh, the big story this week, uh, Aaron Rodgers will play this season for the Packers. So after demanding a trade, uh, saying he might threatening to retire, all this stuff, uh, they came to an agreement, and he will. Uh, he reported at camp, and he'll play from this season and see how it goes. Now and he gets. Is that just a cash grab kind of a thing? Renegotiate my contract, or what are we talking? Uh, he doesn't like what the franchise is doing and wants to leave. He doesn't have that much time left, so he wants to, you know, make the most of it. Um, I think it's it, it's crazy because the Packers were the best team in the NFC last year, in my opinion. Uh, they should have won the NFC, but uh, that Tom Brady magic kind of kind of got to them there in that NFC Championship game. But I, I think they're a great team, and I don't know why he'd want to leave. It seems like they they're they're a good franchise. They put good surrounding talent around him, but uh, he does not like their their management. Uh, but now he, uh, he basically controls his future after this season. That's what they they granted him his freedom. That. Even if he decides to retire, he gets paid as part of the deal. That's pretty good. So he can decide, I don't want to play at all next year. He can also just uh, decide to void the rest of his contract after after this season and just go where he wants or uh, choose where he wants to be traded. So he just kind of he, he has his freedom, which uh, it seems to be a good compromise because they're good enough to win a Super Bowl this year. So the Packers have an interest in you know getting – him what he wants so at least they have one chance uh and then rogers you know will, can do something else I, I don't i don't really know uh it, it's a weird story I, I don't know how you i don't know how you fuck up that relationship with him like he's your franchise player and you know with, with tom brady there's a chance that aaron Rodgers still has like seven more years if he plays as long as Tom Brady has, but yeah, or he can be done after next year. Or well, we don't really know how he how would have works. to start eating nothing but like seaweed and you know veggie uh, grass starting today. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's more to it with Tom Brady. There's some sort of yoga deal with de- the devil or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know. Uh, it's it's madness, but it, it works for him, and maybe. Maybe he will be the next one to make that deal with the devil. We don't know yet. Did you uh, say madness? No, but that would be uh, appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't sure if you did or not. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to talk. Yeah. 
it's hot you know it what are you supposed to do is how much how how much is it how, what's the temperature there uh it's like 119 degrees inside of my apartment right now i don't know why oh wow uh, it, well you know it's not that hot but it just feels yeah bad. i got 75 outside and uh you can it heats up in our the way the sun comes in through the windows. The later hours of the day are the hotter ones of the day, which is weird. Uh, but okay, I think that'll cover your NFL stories, correct? Yeah. So uh, for Packers fans, enjoy. You got Aaron Rodgers for one more year. Yeah. Congratulations. All right, should we talk some baseball? Yeah. So a couple a couple big things happened in baseball uh, last week. The Cleveland baseball team which was not what they were going by, unlike the Washington football team. Uh, they were still using their name, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, they decided on a new name. They had announced this already that they would be changing their name um, because it's offensive to be called the Cleveland Indians and have the chief Wahoo mascot and everything. Um, I've always felt it's Why? less offensive and more stupid. Um, we should... Uh, should have abandoned the name Indians because it's like the whole story is like, look how stupid we were. We called them the wrong thing. And like why we kept calling them the wrong thing for years and years and years and years, even named baseball teams after it is like kind of embarrassing. What do you mean by the wrong thing? Indians are not Indians. (laughs) You mean Native Americans? Yes. Okay. They're not literally Indians. Those people exist as well. Yeah. Well, isn't the whole (laughs) story that he thought he was India? Yeah, I think that's it's that's the uh, idea there, which is like, yeah, we should have uh, we should have stopped calling them Indians. It shouldn't have taken until like the 80s or whatever it was when we're like, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. Uh, it should have happened in like the year 1812. Like, you know what? Uh, there's real Indians in, in India. So, well, because everyone uh, <laughs> did that whole thing of dots, not feathers. And it's like, oh, OK, so there's just two sets of them. Yeah, and that should have, okay, so that campaign should have been put in by, like, Andrew Jackson as he was marching them all to their deaths. And, wow. Uh, that would have been appropriate. That would have been, I think, you know, maybe history would look a little different on him. But why is the name Indians offensive just because it's, like, a generic look? That wasn't modeled after, like, a specific person of, like, a chief or something? Well, I mean, yeah, the the, the, the logo thing is I don't even, is it just like a, a guy with like a braid on or something? I don't, I don't even remember what it looked like. No, he's a big goofy face and it's all red and he's got the a little, one little feather up there. And it's like, yeah, this looks pretty stupid. So they, they, they got rid of that a few years ago, I believe. So, uh, but the, the name, again, I said that the name is stupid because it's like, well, they aren't Indians. They aren't literal Indians. And But what are they going to come up with? Because I feel like it's not well, going to be any better. They, are, they announced, yeah, they announced the name, and I don't know if it, it's something great, but uh, it's going to be like become... the girls uh, on School of Rock when they're naming the band, like the Koala Bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll become the Cleveland Guardians, which... Was uh, Chris Pratt going to be on the, the hat now? Yeah, there's there's all kinds of those jokes. Uh, in the game Destiny, people are called Guardians. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there was a thing that there there is a team named after uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, some minor league team or something, or some independent league team was called like the the Rocket City Trash Pandas, which was a reference, of course, to the rocket of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So they uh, they already have that reference. How long until that's uh, offensive? Trash Panda. It, it already was. You're calling was him basically him. a hobo. No, it was to him in the movie. Yeah. During that scene, so yeah, it's 
very much so. You're calling Bradley um, Cooper a trash panda. Yeah, the thing is, most raccoons don't understand words, so. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Cleveland Guardians starting next year. That is going to be their team name um, right now. They they are still the Cleveland Indians, and it is acceptable to call them that. So so go on ahead. Um, Get them out of your you system. Want. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it's a reference to some statues they have on like a bridge in Cleveland. So that are known as the Guardians. So it, it makes some sense. Um, they could have called them like the Cleveland Drew Carries or something for yeah. a more, you know, modern reference. I don't I don't know. Maybe he's one of the statues. <laughs> he should be at this point. <laughs> I mean, that's the only time anyone's ever said Cleveland rocks is when you're singing that song. Yeah. And we'll never forget. That was the Drew Carey song, right? Yeah. Drew Carey show song or whatever it was called. All right. Uh, Any other baseball news? Yeah, we've got the trade deadline this Friday. So some some players could be on the move. We've already had a couple big trades. Uh, Tampa Bay traded for Nelson Cruz, who uh, is like 55 years old, but is still just a good home run hitter. And he's been on like 95 teams in the last eight years. Um, But it's just he's... He's a bat. He uh, fill in at DH, maybe play a little outfield if if you're if you're desperate. Uh, but just a good veteran player that always produces. It seems like uh, and they're they're good again this year. They're gonna you know go for another World Series appearance and this time uh, maybe win it. I'm th- I'm sure they're hoping. So uh, I guess they're all in. And then the uh, the Padres acquired the uh, Pirates Adam Frazier, who was the starting second baseman on the NL All-Star team this year. Um, so he's, he's having a really good year, and that, that's a big move. If he if he performs as he has so far this season, then that's that's a big pickup. Um, he's still still relatively young. I think he's 29 years old, and he's in the free agent for a couple of years, so he'll be with the Padres. Um, not, he won't just be a free agent right away. Like A lot of these trades usually happen. Um, yeah, and the, the Padres are... Are one of the most talented teams. They're the second wild card right now. I'm sure they don't want to. I'm sure they want to win the division. It would suck to get a wild card with how uh, good the teams that are competing for that wild card are. Um, so they're 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 all in as well. They they're spending a lot of money. They want to do something. They they have a window here. So not surprised to see them make a, another big move here. Mm-hmm. Um, so another one, uh, Steven Strasburg, he's going to be out for the rest of the season, which means Washington national season is probably done. They're not going to go anywhere, which makes it more likely that Max Scherzer will be available in a trade. So Scherzer is still one of the best pitchers in the National League, uh, deep into his 30s now, um, multiple Cy Youngs. He's just one of the best. He's one of the best of all time, I'd say, at this point. I, Whoa, bold. It seems, it seems bold, but, you know, it's. I think it's true. And he could help out a, a whole bunch of teams. He's proven playoff performer and everything. Uh, he'll probably be available for the right price. And uh, Washington, I'm sure, is looking to you know get some get some more talent because disappointing couple seasons since they won that World Series in 2019. Uh, but if they can uh, you know make something out of this, you get get some get something, then that'd be great. And I'm sure there's a a ton of teams who'd love to have him, so we'll have to follow that. So uh, next week, I'm sure we'll follow up on who did get traded. Uh, some of the other big names available. So Chris Bryant with the Cubs, 
Uh, basically, everyone on the Cubs is available, is rumored to be be available. So uh, we'll see how that goes. They probably will trade at least one of their bigger names. You know, Javier Baez, Rizzo. Um, so we'll see. Trevor Story with the Rockies. The Rockies are just god-awful, and they always trade anyone of value. Story set to be a free agent. It seems likely that he'd be a guy they'd want to trade right now while you suck. Um, a guy, a good power who can, uh, who plays valuable defensive positions. So he's he's valuable. And then uh, Whit Merrifield of the Royals. Uh, the Royals also are not very good. They, they never really are. And he's a solid player, but doesn't really fit their timeline here. They they want to, you know, they should get better for the future. And Merrifield is a guy who can help uh, a team trying to make the playoffs. So we will see. All right. Very good. Ready to move it over to the Olympics? Yes. So have you uh, watched any of it? You know, I watched like five minutes of France versus some African country uh, in basketball, and that was so boring and low scoring and uh i turned that off i watched a little bit of like volleyball a little weightlifting the triathlon thing which was uh interesting and i saw that in the news the next day about how japan lied uh to the olympic committee um but you know little bits and pieces here and there kind of a thing not a whole lot um the main thing i was wondering well, I'll get into it, I guess. Did you watch? How much have you watched, if any? Like three minutes worth. Oh, wow. It is, it is not, I don't want to say it's it's not convenient. So, I mean, first of all, it's happening overnight here for us. Yeah. So that means if you wake up and you go check ESPN, you will get all the updates of what happened, uh, which won't air actually on in, in America until the night, which seems like... Yeah, they already spoiled the uh, women's gymnastics. Yeah, it's it's inescapable, so it's it's kind of rough. So I mean, like when we were younger, the Olympics were on. Like we're not getting live feeds of this stuff, and so then they have this like they craft this TV show for us at night, uh, and they cut back and forth between sports, and it's it was well done. But now that's like that's not sufficient. Uh, I think you could still watch a lot of the stuff live, but it's like through the the premium Peacock, which is like, like come on guys, this is not the time to push that that program. Yeah, that's not going to get you any subscribers. Only so. people that are going to subscribe to that are like, oh, my kid's over there. Like, I got to watch this from Maryland. Let's subscribe. Yeah, so it's uh, it's just it's strange. But you could also watch like all day on like NBC Sports Network. So I, Hulu has a pretty, uh, you know, robust uh, thing. They have a whole tab created and yeah. all the different things. And you can go back and watch. But that's what the that live crap. package. Of course, yes. Yeah. So yeah, like I've I've had an app on my Xbox to go to NBC Sports, and you can like oh pick things, uh, but it's not like you're not getting a live feed. Of course, it's like oh pick this thing, and there's this block of stuff that we put there, and it's like oh we're gonna do two minutes of skateboarding, and then jump onto something else, and it's weird, and then and then somehow you're watching like how is Michael Phelps winning? <laughs> oh, this is last time. Little cut to like that handball, and you're like, "What is this? I don't even know what's going on in this game." Yeah, um, yeah. I've got a, a few few stories here about the Olympics. So yeah, I've uh, got so 
I watched a good bit more than you, I guess on like Saturday morning and Sunday morning. Like I just kind of threw it on and was, you know, roaming about the house, just looking when I was in the TV area. Uh, but I saw the triathlon begin and they had, they had said that they had to move this event forward in the day because it would be, it was going to be so hot and humid that, you know, they wanted to give these guys, you know, a safe environment to do. It's a, a just under a mile swim followed with about a 25 mile bike ride followed swiftly by about a six mile run. Now, just for comparison, I looked up what an Ironman is and an Ironman is like a two and a half mile swim, a 112 mile bike ride, and then like a 28 mile run. So this is a walk in the park for any of those guys. And I'm sure those, these people in the Olympics have probably tried the Ironman at some point or another, I would think, but, um, Right off the bat, they're jumping into the water. They had a false start because some guy in a boat was standing or like blocking half of the people trying to jump into the water. So they like some of them were swimming like for five or ten seconds. And they had to call them back. Like, well, that's a good start. But then all these guys are just drenched on the run, uh, and when they get to the cross the finish line, they just collapse all of them. And it's like, oh my god! And the next day, I see an article like. Japan lied to the Olympic Committee about its temperatures. and They said it'd be colder. <laughs> like, How do you not do a little bit of research, maybe like see what the patterns were for the year prior or yeah. uh, any of that kind of stuff? Um, that was one of my takeaways. I was like, that's just woof. Uh, other thing I saw, and this is not as big of a deal. This is the first thing I noticed, though. It's like, oh, shit, we're still in 2020. So you're watching this. It's like they <laughs> printed all those signs. They're not going to go ahead and just change that to 2021. I get it. And then the other thing I was thinking about, and maybe you can talk more on this, Andy, how much and thank God it's not us for once. It's not us, but I'm sure we're somehow going to like cut them a check because we feel bad. How much money is Japan losing on this? I saw an article Somewhere in the ballpark of about 800 million was expected to be uh, brought in just through the attendance of all of these random games uh, with a total of about 7.8 million tickets that they uh, did not get to sell. And then I also saw that a lot of advertisers kind of pulled out or changed their ad buys just because, well, one, there's no one there, so we're not going to have much print media there. But uh, two... All of that's translating into losses. Think about most of these things. They're having to change infrastructure. They're having to build new venues for these, you know, events, most of which just become ruinous after, you know, 10 years. Is this just going to be a heaping failure? What's going on, Andy? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what's happened to the whole world. So uh, it's no different. I uh, Japan wanted to not even do this. They were like, let's just not just cancel it in total. Uh, but they would be fined by the Olympic committee and also like not considered ever again. So they had to go through with it. Um, from what I've heard, they, they cheaped out on a lot of stuff, but yeah, they're still probably going to lose tons and tons of money. Now let's think about uh, it. Like it's, it's a game of duck, duck, goose. And unfortunately you're the goose. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not what you want to have uh, happen here with, um, I mean, especially like there's so many health concerns with their country because they don't have vaccines for the most part. So it's like a lot of their people are like, this is insane. So, I mean, if this is in America, we'd actually have like 
we'd sell tickets and everything because like hey everything's fine you know yeah uh they whether in california not, um so yeah that's that's <laughs> it's always disaster but this is a new level of disaster i so. also saw and i didn't look too much into it but the beds in like the athlete zones their frames are made out of cardboard yeah that was kind of overblown there was some like thing like oh well the japanese government doesn't want them to fuck and it was like turned out like no actually they're just cheap but they're they actually saved a lot of money they're actually stable so they can hold like 450 pounds so um whoa that's two as long as they're not bodybuilders or weightlifters then that's two people but I mean, I guess it's the Olympics. There's sometimes you got more than two, right? You got a whole team event oh, going. Oh boy! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so they're probably not the, still the best beds, but they do hold people, right? So mm-hmm. I mean, those Japanese—they're—they're they're crafty, right? Yeah, they sleep in drawers. <laughs> Was were they Japanese on Seinfeld? Or were I they don't Chinese? remember, right? But I think they were Japanese. I think they uh, were Japanese businessmen. Yeah, because yeah. that's yen, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's amazing how fast you can blow through your 2,800 uh, yen. He's like, isn't that only a few hundred dollars? <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I also saw that the opening ceremonies were at their lowest ratings in over 30 years. Yeah, and it wasn't, they didn't go all out for that. That's usually where the home country goes crazy and does all this crazy shit. You would think they would um, have an epic fireworks show. But so it was, it was yeah, there's a couple reasons. Like they knew the ratings were not going to be that great. And then I think that feeds into it that, oh, it's not a big spectacle. Um, and just, yeah, things things are just different. That's like every time you talk about ratings, it's everything in the goddamn world, the ratings are down. So not Tony Stake podcast. Okay. It's just that's just how the, the world is is moving. TV is not as important. Uh, it's moved on to different things. So, uh, yeah, of course, the NBC program did not do as well as years past. That's to be expected. Hmm. Well, like I said, I'm just glad it's not us, you know, biting the bullet here as uh, I feel like per always. Well, I mean, we've got that in seven years, so. Yeah, but I don't think it'll be. If there's COVID, if that movie Songbird just comes true and it's like, oh, COVID 2024, 24 is a real kick in the ass. It's like, well, God damn it. Yeah, well, that's Paris or something that's got that Olympics. They're the next batch, yeah. Yeah, we got 28, so. And I hope, like, it only makes sense that Steve Ballmer will just host the entire thing. Yeah. In the new building. He'll, he's actually going to have all of the Olympians at his house. He's got that big of a home. <laughs> Let's hope so. I mean, that is actually one of the, <laughs> that was one of the considerations is like, well, we're going to build housing for the Olympians and then, then p- people can actually rent that. And like maybe the rent in California or in LA won't be a million dollars per month anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's not headed that way. So, um, well, I've got some more stories about the Olympics here, um, if you're ready. Some, some highlights. Uh, I don't know if you saw who the, the one of the flag bearers for Team USA was uh, a guy named Eddie Alvarez, who's on the Olympic baseball team, which is like, yes, there's an Olympic baseball team. Yeah, it's I didn't back. know that. So baseball's back. First time since 08, I think. Um, of course, baseball is going on right now, so there's no MLB players in, in the Olympics so it's a lot of like uh, guys in their 30s who 
just aren't good enough to be in the majors anymore. Um, so this guy, Eddie Alvarez, he uh, barely played in the majors a little bit last year, but he's, I think he's just a free agent, not even playing in the minors right now. He wanted to play in the Olympics. Um, Eddie Alvarez is a previous Olympian. He already won a silver medal in the year 2014. Whoa. You're, you're thinking 2014. Yeah, that's an, a, that was a winter Olympics. So Eddie Alvarez was a speed skater, won, won silver in 2014, and now he uh, has a chance to win a medal in baseball. So Interesting. Uh, he would be the first person since Jim Thorpe, or he is the first person since Jim Thorpe, to compete in winter and summer. So that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. And when I was looking looking him up in these little, like, in Wikipedia, a crazy thing that I saw was it said, oh, and here's his family. His sister, Nicole, is a DJ at the K-Rock. And I was like, oh, eh, yeah. I've met her. <laughs> I, know that. I know who that is. That's that's weird. All right. That's um, funny. But, yeah, that's that's a cool story. Um, uh, another one, I don't know if you've watched any of it, uh, 3v3 Basketball. I've seen it on like in the you know headline of you know what different grouping of sports are on, but it, when I've clipped over, it's never been there. Yeah, so it it's exciting for me because Dow you know, Iverson I'm, playing. No, so so I, I felt I was I was pretty good at three versus three basketball, much better than five versus five. That was our jam, lot, half court, right? Yeah, there's less running. Uh, three pointers count twice as much as two pointers because it's ones and twos. Yeah. Uh, so it was like it, this was my game, and yeah, just not as uh, there's not as much help defense. Craftier you know? you, with your uh, low post game. Yeah, uh, a lot of Andy had and what rolls. they call the baby hook. Of course. Um, well, the disappointing thing is uh, there is no Team USA men's team that qualified because uh, I guess NBA players were not interested. I don't. I don't know what the whole thing is. I want to run this shit because like that's embarrassing that we didn't even field a team. So you have to, you still have to qualify. You have to go to tournaments and everything. And like, you, no one asked, uh, like Kyle Kuzma or anything to, He's too to busy. play. Sure, you got to find someone like that who has no chance of making the real team USA. I feel like he's who's that? Pete Davidson. I feel like they're the same kind of person. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't think Pete Davidson's not six foot eight. Well, I don't mean they're yeah. I, like twins. I mean. Pete Davidson doesn't really do anything and he like he's distracting like with his tattoos and he does weird shit to his hair too. Kyle Kuzma has tattoos and weird hair and doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I, I could see it. And and we got more Kuzma on the way, so oh, don't boy. you worry. Uh but yeah, no no men's team USA. Uh we need to figure that shit out. Like why didn't they do like an old dogs? They could have made a movie so, out of this. Yeah, Paul Pierce, so we already Kevin have Garnett, these- and uh uh, Allen Iverson. So we already have that uh, the Ice Cube Big Three League for like those guys. I don't know why they didn't convert that into like let's get the best team here. Uh, it was like Joe Johnson always dominated at that, and uh, so I don't know what happened there. And we we gotta figure that. Out. Hopefully, uh, I think I think it'll still be back next time. There, yeah, we better so. be prepared next time. That's ridiculous. Um, but, but there is a team USA Women's, and I just saw they had a big win over China today. Uh, and they do have WNBA players in did there. Did China send their fourteen-year-old girl who's seven foot four? I did not see the seven foot four there, uh, but that's yeah, that's crazy. So, so Team USA, so the WNBA paused because they they're still playing. Send, uh, there's a pause during the season right now, so that they can send players to play in the Olympics. Um, 
And so that there are WNBA players on the, the USA three versus three team, including Kelsey Plum, who's someone I heard of. That's was like, I was crazy. Like, I don't know all that many uh, WNBA players, but I was like, Oh, I, I know that name. So uh, she just hit a, she hit a two pointer to win the game earlier Ooh. today. So uh, it's pretty big. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, and then in the regular basketball, uh, the U.S. lost for the first time since 2004. They lost the game in the Olympics to France to, to Batum <laughs> and Evan Fournier and uh, and then coronavirus himself, Rudy Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I shouldn't uh, uh, all of them. I like Tatum, Batum rather yeah. Tatum. Um, it, it's a solid team. It's they've got multiple NBA players, but. You know, still really bad. They missed four consecutive threes uh, with at, like around the thirty-second mark. Uh, is that ball smaller? I think it is. It um, looks smaller. It's it's it, there's there are differences in the game that does cause people trouble. But uh, it it is strange to see this. I mean, I guess part of it's lucky for for uh, Gobert. There was like the Clippers had the formula. How do you stop Gobert? Is you. You have a guy who can semi guard him, who could also just stand in the corner, and that guy's name is Nicholas Batum. Yeah, so. dang it. Uh, but you think so? So dumbass Kevin Love should have stayed. He could have been the guy to only play against uh, Batum or not Batum against Gobert. Do we just sit there in the corner? Do we like him? At, like, do we hate him? I just feel like it, it's too much of a roller coaster ride with that guy. Like, I don't even Gobert? fall. No, Kevin Love. I don't even follow, you know, Cleveland other than the Indians. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but I already am annoyed. Like, ah, this guy's probably so weird and so annoying. And it's like, he's not good enough to be that kind of a guy either. Well, I mean, Kevin Love just had it. It's had a rough I get few it. years with. But, you know, I think he does one of those commercials. So he probably gets free counseling. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Keep part your of the head problem down is- and do an Aaron Rodgers move and say, hey, trade me. Well, I think he has, <laughs> and they're like, well, no, and no one keep your head start. down so that you you yeah. play better, and then people are like, oh, we'll take him. Yeah, we'll, so he we'll signed an extension, and I don't think he realized, like, oh, everyone's going to leave, and I'm going to play for a shitty team, but then that's no excuse for then being shitty all of a sudden. Um, he played on shitty teams in Minnesota, and he was awesome. He produced, so. In high school, uh, he was on a shitty team. Everyone on that team was under six foot, and they kicked ass, so he should be used to that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what we'll see, but uh, I, I don't care that much about <laughs> Kevin Love's future. Uh, I do care about the future of Team USA. They gotta, they gotta figure this out. It's, a, it's just a weird, it's a weird team. You got, I, you think like Lillard should dominate. That they should let him be like, all right, just you be the guy. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Lillard, but he should be able to, to torch any of these teams, like international teams, like yeah especially when you've got like Durant and other great players with you. But it seems like they've got a lot of like scores and not a lot of uh, great team players, which is all, yeah. is usually the case with Team USA, but maybe they should have crafted the team better, try to get like a, a pass first point guard or something. And they bring Derek Fisher in. Derek Fisher was, <laughs> he was a champion, I guess. That's all you have to say. Yeah, he can, um, he knows what to do when it gets uh, crunch time. But yeah, the the uh, kind of the opposite here is what happened with uh, Slovenia. So they have one really good player. Uh, he scored forty eight in his that Olympic debut. Doncic? Luka, yeah, Luka yeah. put up forty eight in his Olympic debut. 
uh, acting like he was playing in the first round of the playoffs. Um, that's what you got to do, I guess. It's like he's like, yeah, fuck this. And everyone else is probably shit compared to me. I'm just gonna. He's still hungry. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He's like, if, if any wrong turn, I could be going back to Slovenia. Yeah, no, he's I going know. out there and showing what he's got. I think he'll be in the NBA for a while. So I hope so. He's a really fun player to watch. Yeah. So I'd like to, to catch one of these games, but again, they're they're on overnight. So uh, the, I think the second games are all happening tonight as we're recording this. So uh, who knows what will happen? BUS is playing Iran, which that should be one of their easier games. If, if they don't win this game, then they're, they're just done. They're done. So did they pick up uh, Booker and was it Bledsoe? Who who from the Bucks went on? No, it was uh, Holiday and Middleton. Middleton. Yeah. Um, so they've joined the team or have they been there the whole time? How fast did they get over there? Uh, they left the next day and that Jesus. was, they were joking about how they all shared a plane together. So like Booker had to be on the plane with the guys who just beat him in the championship. Are they on like an air Emirates flight together or something? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but they, they, they all played in the, that first game. So they were ready, even though they weren't practicing, but I guess that's part of the problem is like, they, they're throwing these guys together. The other the other rumor is that Greg Popovich runs one of the most complicated systems in the NBA, and it, it works. The Spurs are productive even when they've got people you've never heard of. Uh, but it doesn't work when you're throwing a bunch of guys together in two weeks. So, Yeah, it's more of like a pickup game that they're yeah. playing. And Popovich was also the coach in 2004 when they didn't Ooh. win either. So uh, that doesn't look great. He's gonna have to stay coaching for a long time because I'm sure he's not that he doesn't want this to be the legacy for uh for his yeah. Olympics. Yeah. Um one thing also before I forget uh relating to the Olympics. So Russia was banned because of doping. However, I saw a stat or a number, there's about three hundred and thirty Russian Olympians competing at the games this year. So yes. yeah. bullshit. And I know it says ROC. Like they're in, uh, you know, junior army, uh, but that's like Russia Olympic Challenger or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. What's the ban for then? Yeah, I guess the, the idea anything, is that's that... probably like, oh, they, their country doesn't have to pay for them now. Yeah, not all of those people cheated. So why should they be banned? I can understand that you're trading your whole life, but also uh, like we, we hate Russia. So they're the worst. So it's not really, we don't like to see it. Well, they're winning a lot of medals. Yeah, they're really good. And like, you know, Putin's still taking credit for it. Oh, yeah. He's sitting back on a a yacht riding a horse with no shirt on, which is the ultimate power move. Have you ever, think about that really quick. He's sitting on a yacht, but he's on a horse on that yacht without a shirt. Yeah, I don't think the horse is like that, but they have no choice. That's how big the yacht is. Yeah. I mean, it's in the... Black Sea, which I think is a lake, right? So it's a sea. It's more than. But it's a, a lake. gigantic lake. Yeah, it's it's massive. Uh, I think I just painted a pretty wicked uh, picture there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's annoying. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the tally is on medals for different countries. I know we're definitely not in the in the lead. Well, we're in the lead now, as of right now. Oh. Well, like how about saw, that? So, yeah. Yeah, we were we were uh, losing at first, but it was like ah, it'll probably turn around. Um, we're just not as dominant as it used to be, um, including yeah. The I think the big the big story of the Olympics 
today at least, but maybe of the Olympics so far. Uh, the silver for the, the women's gymnastics team, uh, which included Simone Biles uh, pulling out after yeah. struggling, uh, she she decided to take herself out of the out of the team. They were still good enough to win silver, which which is great. But the, you know the hated Russians or whatever they're fucking called uh, did win the gold. So uh, and it's just it, it's going to be a, a story debated for a while now, where someone decided I'm not feeling it, so I'm just not going to play when you're the best player it's it's a it's a different sport but like you would never see that like if let's say aaron Rodgers is like i'm just not going to play for the packers oh wait he did do that no no but you know what i mean like if if could you imagine if uh kevin durant after like game six with the nets was like you know i'm tired uh i don't think i'm helping the team i'm not going to play game seven like like he would be like shot dead. Like you mm-hmm. embarrassed us. Yeah. Um, so that's just that's just a weird story. It was it wasn't wasn't an injury. Just like not feeling feeling it. So I, I don't know if that means she's not going to do her individual events, or maybe she thought I don't want to do this team thing because I need to save myself for the individual stuff. But uh, yeah. and by the way, really quick. So I uh, you are technically correct. We do have the most medals, but I don't count second and third. I always just, who's leading in the first place medals. Japan is home court advantage by one. They've got 10 gold medals to our nine tied with China. That's because they already did the auto manufacturing events. Yeah, um, that's true. And, you know, handheld video games. Those are those are, already, those are already done. Yeah. You know, their triathlon, they ran past yeah. an Autobot. Yeah, and then Dance Dance Revolution, I think, is tomorrow. Oh, shit, we're so, screwed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the United States total has uh, 25 medals. China is in second with 21. And what don't we pay like people like 50 grand or something for every medal or something? Yeah, but I think we also tax them 50 grand for every medal. Yeah, well, you don't tax grand. them the full 50 grand. That's not how taxes work. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does in the United <laughs> States, Andy. Yeah. Uh. All right. Any more Olympic talk, or should we talk about the NBA? No. Let's 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 move on to the NBA. The where, NBA. Uh, the off season's heating up already. It's it's getting going. This is this is the big time for the sports. This is where all the eyeballs is after the finals is settled. People care more about the off season. But uh, the first the first big move, uh, Jonas Valanciunas is going to the Pelicans uh, along with picks number seventeen and fifty one. Uh, in exchange for Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and the number 10 pick. Uh, so essentially the Grizzlies are moving up seven slots to get that 10 pick uh, and basically taking on the contracts of Adams and Bledsoe who are making good money but aren't that great of players right now. So uh, interesting. it was interesting that the Pelicans took those guys on last year anyways. Mm-hmm. especially i mean adams i think had more years on his deal and it's just like the nba is not built for that guy anymore and he's 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 cool i think he's likable but do you really need a guy who can't shoot and just a giant man who can probably kill everyone i think so it's an intimidation factor he's got and a I ponytail what, it's kind of what valentinus offers as well but just a, a bit better um yeah i don't know what that means for the grizzlies they were they got the eight seed this year, and now they're trading the guy who's maybe their most productive player last season. Definitely not their franchise player or anything, but um, I don't know. I mean, they have some they have some good talent, but they're nowhere 
close to being like a contender. And I don't know if the, if the 10 pick is really worth it. Are they really, is it really a good idea to take on bad co- contracts just to move up in the draft? I don't know. Yeah, that seems like a risky move. But there'll, there'll be, we'll see. There's more moves to be made. I'm sure more picks will be traded. There's all kinds of crazy rumors. Uh, another big rumor was that the Thunder offered uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, the one of the most wonderful Canadians out there. Uh, they offered him along with their pick number six to Detroit for the number one overall pick. Uh, and I guess Detroit said no, which uh, that's a really interesting trade that Shea is a proven guy, but he's not he's not the next best player of all time or anything. Maybe he'll make a couple all-star teams, but um, he's not going to be – he's not LeBron James. Um, but trading a, a top pick along with him for number one, I don't know. I don't know what the right decision was. I think it makes sense for Oklahoma City. They have so many future picks that they're still going to be bad for a little while, and eventually you're going to have to pay Shea some some big bucks and you know trade them now maybe and just reset the whole thing and then be really good in 2029. Mm-hmm. That could be their year. Yeah. COVID-free maybe. A year after the LA Olympics. It'll be great. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of rumors about the number one pick there. So we've talked about it. Cade Cunningham is the guy who's going to go number one. It seems likely that he'll go number one uh, depending on or doesn't matter who's drafting that. So he's going to be the guy who goes number one. So it's just a matter of is Detroit keeping that pick or not. There's a lot of rumors that Houston might trade up from their number two to try to get him because they really love him. And maybe Detroit doesn't love Cunningham as much. They'll they'd be fine with one of the other guys there but i don't know there's just at this time a couple days before the draft there's always crazy like oh this team loves this guy and they hate this guy and no one knows if any of it is true yeah yeah and there's all there's still more trade rumor craziness uh one of the things the lakers are offering everyone up in a trade it seems like there's a million rumors oh they want this guy they want westbrook they want uh cj mccollum they want demar Derozan. uh every deal involves we'll give you Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's, that's worked out yet. So Bruce is on that list too, isn't he? Yeah. It's basically everyone's like Kuzma plus Caldwell Pope, like, and our number, it's like number 22, I think is their pick or something. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm like, we don't want that. Sorry. And an autograph from magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah. It's, it doesn't seem like he has uh, a future with the Lakers. No. seems like if, uh, if it doesn't work out, there's no trade. They're just going to be like, well, what are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah, uh, look, he said this, what, the year that, was it last year or two years ago? He's like, guys, I'm going to be the number three on the team. You got LeBron, you got Davis, and then you got me. And it's like, no, there's the water guy and, uh, you know, coach number three, and then there's you. Yeah. So I think his, his time mooching and lying and uh, pretending is, is, is numbered. He did just recently say that uh, he could definitely score twenty five a game if he had like the opportunity. So yeah, if he went to the Pelicans, yeah. you know, with everyone else before Zion. Yeah, he's ready. It's not so. a team where he can shoot, you know, forty shots a game. He Nor needs would to be anyone getting, want to see that. Yeah, yeah, he needs to get steady. You know, eleven to nineteen points a game on fourteen minutes. It'll be hard to do. 
He's not going to score uh, 19 points. You got to set the bar high, Andy. You know, he can't achieve all of that. Yeah. uh, Poor guy. It seems like he did it to himself, though, but still. He needs to go to a less uh, troubling city. Like I said, I think I said this before. He should go to Memphis or, you know, somewhere where there's nothing to do. And then maybe he can, or just needs a mentor. He needs that old, like, wow, I'm thinking of, uh, is it with Charlie Sheen, Major League, where the pitcher is, he's been around the block and he's, you know, he's 45 and he's like, I'm going to, you got to knock this off, childish boy. He needs one of those guys. Yeah. Who would that be in the league if LeBron can't get through to him? Well, LeBron's too busy. Um, yeah, I forgot. Just a quiet senior player. Um, Sabonis is just too bad he's not around because that would have been that would have just been perfect. Uh, maybe young Sabonis, you know, he, he could be future leaders of uh, the NBA. You know, funny enough, that was actually one of the trades that they said was definitely rejected was to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. It was like they were going to trade to get the Pacers pick. It was like 13th. And they're like, no. Like, I don't know. The Lakers want to trade up and get a higher first round pick. So then that guy can just be LeBron's water boy next year. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he goes to Minnesota and he can work with Towns. Yeah. You know, he's still mourning. They could kind of, it could be a beneficial thing for the both of them. And A-Rod's the new owner there. So. Yeah. See? Perfect. I'm just trying to help him help himself. He's not going to do it here. Yeah. He probably owns two hoverboards or more at his house. And you could just tell like that's he's distracted here. You can't have that. I don't think he has a house. He probably just rents. Well, it doesn't have to own it. Wherever he calls home, Andy, he has two hoverboards or more. I would say three. <laughs> that qualifies never, as two or more. You never know. <laughs> All right. Anything else to get into on the NBA? Uh, more next week. That's Oops. a lot next week. That's yeah. When it all happens. It's all happening. All right. Well, uh, you've been listening to episode 230 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Trade Me to the Clippers, Andy. Yes. Yes. We'll see you later.